the Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 10th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. States are getting money now from the infrastructure law to plug up the methane-leaking issues of orphan oil wells. Details now from Eric Tegenoff. The Biden administration has announced more than $1.1 billion for 26 states, including $26 million for Montana, to address abandoned wells. Curtis Shuck is chairman of the Well Done Foundation, a nonprofit based in Shelby that is plugging wells across the country. His organization approached the Montana Board of Oil and Gas Conservation and capped its first well on Earth Day 2020. They realized early on that there was an issue that certainly at that time was sort of beyond their ability to really address just from a funding perspective. Shuck says his organization doesn't plan to accept federal money. When a well is shut off, it also stops the leaking of gases such as methane. Methane is 80 times more potent at trapping heat than carbon dioxide over its first 20 years in the atmosphere. To date, the Well Done Foundation has plugged 10 wells in Montana. Shuck says the kickoff for the next capping season in the state starts on the next Earth Day. The National Archives has asked the Department of Justice to investigate former President Donald Trump's handling of White House records, according to a source familiar with the matter. The Washington Post, the first to report that request, CNN notes the source said the Archives is seeking a review of whether Trump violated the Presidential Records Act, which requires all records created by presidents to be turned over to the National Archives at the end of their administration. Frontline workers from several industries shared emotional testimony Wednesday as Minnesota lawmakers seek compromise on a plan to compensate these individuals with bonus checks. A House committee advanced a plan that would provide one-time payments of up to $1,500 to more than 650,000 workers, including health care professionals, educators, and food service staff who fall under a capped income. Chrissy Gamst is a caseworker at the Moose Lake Correctional Facility. She says when COVID outbreaks have surfaced at the prison, staff have had to juggle overlapping roles. Essentially what is happening is the healthy are covering for the sick until the the healthy become sick and the sick become healthy. It's just a circle of taking care of one another. Those from other fields noted how not being able to work remotely has affected their mental health, including dealing with PTSD. The bill moves to another committee in the DFL-led House, Republicans also support bonus checks, but have wanted to limit the recipient pool to health care workers. I'm Mike Moen. If the House plan wins approval, it would cost a billion dollars to issue those checks. This is PNS. The Texas 2022 primary is approaching, and nearly 12,000 possible voters have been flagged as potential non-citizens, prompting a lawsuit by the ACLU of Texas the Mexican-American Legal Defense and Educational Fund, and other groups. Latinos and Asian Americans comprise the largest number of naturalized citizens in Texas, and letters from county elections administrators ask them for proof of citizenship. ACLU attorney Ashley Harris says if there's no response within a certain time frame, they're purged from the rolls and will not be allowed to vote. It's not right that naturalized citizens should have to jump through extra hoops. It's just an extra hurdle and an extra burden on them, which other folks don't have to do. The Texas Secretary of State initiated a process last August to identify alleged non-U.S. citizens on the voter rolls. I'm Roz Brown. Numerous lawsuits, including one by the U.S. Justice Department, also have been filed over the Texas GOP drawing map. 
alleging it dilutes the voting power of minorities. The recipient of this year's National Heinz Award for the Economy has been providing a range of banking services for nearly 30 years to communities in the Deep South that historically have been underserved by traditional banks and credit unions. Bill Bynum has received this year's Heinz Award. He's founder and CEO of Hope Credit Union, which serves residents in Arkansas and other nearby states. Bynum says the award was unexpected, but an exciting affirmation of the work Hope does to close economic opportunity gaps in the region. We've been able to support good jobs, decent housing, and we've seen how that has helped stabilize communities. It's really great to see that recognized by the Heinz Foundation. It has helped people become more aware of the importance of investing in communities. Hope Credit Union serves 125,000 people daily and has three branches in Arkansas. I'm Emily Scott. This story produced with original reporting from Claire Colson for our friends at The Daily Yonder. Finally, Jonah Chester reminds us February is American Heart Month. Doctors and heart groups are urging folks in Virginia to take stock of their health after a difficult two years. Dr. Amea Kolkarni with Kaiser Permanente says hospitals have seen an uptick in heart attacks, strokes, and other cardiovascular conditions since the pandemic began. He explains the increase in cases can be attributed to a number of factors, including more stress and a pivot to a work-from-home sedentary lifestyle. During peak pandemic times, there was a lot of delayed care, so people didn't go see their doctor because they were worried about the potential for getting COVID, especially early in the pandemic. If you remember, there was a lot of delayed care. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. We are member and listener supported. You can hear us on interesting radio stations and find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.